We are going to start practice today in a wide-legged child's pose. So move any props off to the side. Bring your knees as wide as your mat. Send your hips all the way back towards your heels. Let your hips be heavy. Root the hips down and then begin to reach your arms forward. Spread your fingers, spread your palms, and inch your fingertips towards or even beyond the top of your mat before laying your head and heart down towards or to the mat. So if it's uncomfortable to put your forehead on the mat, you can turn, um, turn your head to the side. If you'd like, close your eyes in this pose. Use this time to arrive. Invite yourself into the room, onto your mat, and into a dialogue between mind and body for the next 75 minutes of practice. In this initial posture, what is coming up for you? Is there any area of your body that is calling out for attention? Out of pain, out of discomfort, out of soreness, tightness, whatever it is, allow your mind to be drawn to that area. And then how do you release some of the tension, some of this discomfort blockage that you've found in that area? Can you use your breath? Open your mind to the idea that the breath is, the breath functions beyond the lungs, that the breath um, penetrates the entire body. Notice the pattern of your breath as you've entered the room and then consciously begin to slow down your breathing. If you are not already, begin to breathe in and out through your nostrils. If you'd like, begin an ujjayi pranayama practice by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat. This contraction will allow you to breathe even more slowly, deeply, with more control. As you breathe, use your breath to become more aware of the back of your body in this shape. So this shape is lengthening the spine as the tailbone tucks towards the heels, as the crown of the head extends forward as well as lengthening the sides of the body as the outer hips draw back as the fingertips reach forward. Slowly start to walk your upper body towards the right, just at a, about a 45 degree angle. Tack your left hip back and down, again rooting the posture in the hips as you reach out through the left fingertips. You can either keep your head suspended or find a place to rest your forehead either on 
uh, the right arm on a block, whatever feels comfortable so that you might focus on lengthening the left side, becoming aware of the outer shoulder, outer ribs, outer waistline, outer hip. Use your breath to identify your edge in this pose. And then how do you breathe deeply to expand your edge? Walk back through center and now angle your upper body to the left. Right hip tacks back and down, left or right fingertips reach. Again, find a comfortable place to rest your head or keep it suspended. Inhale back through center and lift your way up into a tabletop position. Okay, we're going to do our cat and cows, but we're going to uh, do the breath opposite as the way we, uh, we usually do the breath. So I find that really focusing on the upper back and the chest helps to make this change. So as you inhale, inflate the upper back, tilt your chin and tuck your tailbone towards the floor in cat pose. And then as you exhale, move from the heart, moving the heart down and forward as the shoulder blades draw together, tailbone and gaze lift. So inhale, lift the back of the heart, tuck the tailbone, tuck the chin, and exhale, melt the heart, shoulder blades draw, contract on the upper back, and continue to move in this maybe jarring breath pattern. And notice the challenge if you're very used to uh, practicing cat pose, cat and cow poses, uh, notice the challenge of trying to do something differently. So I, uh, I like to go to a class where the teacher regularly teaches this sequence with this breath pattern. And it only was when I started to think about moving from the upper back instead of the belly that this uh, breathing method started to make sense. Inhale back to a neutral spine. Take your knees a little bit wider apart, maybe an inch, and then thread your right arm between your knees, reaching back for your left ankle, calf, or heel, if you can reach that. Land the back of your right shoulder on the floor. Press your knees down into the floor and begin to shift your hips gently to the right. Press your left hand, shift your left shoulder gently to the right. And we're going to get this sensation of uh, broadening across the back of the right shoulder. You're going to get this sensation of uh, compression of the abdomen. So even within this compressed shape, try to breathe slowly and deeply. With each exhale, drawing the belly button deeply in towards your spine. 
with an inhale, return to your table, and then thread your left knee between your knee, or left arm between your knees, reach back for the calf, ankle, or heel of the left leg. Land the back of your left shoulder, the left side of your head on the floor. And then once you have a good grip with your hand, push your knees into the floor, shift your hips left, press your right hand into the floor, shift your right shoulder left. And find your breath. Gaze can either be towards the ceiling or eyes can even be closed here. Focus on your deep breathing to expand your edges in this pose. One more deep breath in. Exhale, ring out the internal organs by pulling your belly button in towards your spine and then return to your tabletop shape. Okay, swing your legs forward and come to lie on your back. We're gonna uh, get our straps for Supta Padangustasa, recline, hand to big toe pose. Extend your legs out on the earth, reach through your heels, ground through your thighs, lift the front of your hips up towards your chest. So as the uh, lower back lengthens towards the heels, think about the front of the pelvis drawing up. Keep the left leg as it is, draw your right knee into your chest and loop the strap around the knuckles of your right toes. So not the toes themselves, but where the toes meet the foot and then extend your right leg straight, holding the strap in two hands. So the reason we use the strap is so the upper back and the head can remain on the floor. If you can, in time, grab the right big toe with the right middle and index finger with the back of the head still on the floor, feel free to do that. Lengthen along the back of your right leg as you pull your right toes back towards your body, draw your right kneecap up, and then begin to lift the right leg towards 90 degrees. So as the leg lifts higher towards 90 degrees, make sure the right outer hip is not drawing closer to the right armpit. So you want to keep the right outer hip uh, wrapping towards the left heel, keeping the right side of your body long. And once you have, if you have reached that 90 degree um, position, you may begin to experiment with bringing the leg even closer to the chest. But uh, as one of my teachers always said, do what you can do, don't do what you can't do, which seems obvious, but is, has a certain profoundness to it. So start from where you are and expand from there. Notice what's happening along the back of the right leg. What is the tightest part of your leg? So is it your hamstrings? Is it the back of your knee? Is it your calf, ankle? Wherever it is, focus energy there. Focus breath there. As you inhale, bring awareness to that muscle group. As you exhale, expand through it. And if that, those words don't make sense, just keep giving that instruction and maybe they will start to make sense. Okay, 
Right hand to the strap, left hand either to the left thigh or straight out to the left as you begin to slowly wind your right leg out to the right. Keep the left, the back of the left hip, the back of the left ribs, the back of the left shoulder, drawing down towards the floor. So the front of the pelvis, the front of the ribs, the front of the chest. Stay open towards the sky as we get this nice extension along the inner right leg from the groin to the foot. If you need more intensity in, uh, in this shape, then begin to lift your heel higher. Good. Feel free to shout out any questions if you have them as we're going along. With an inhale, draw the right leg to center, pass the strap to the left hand, right arm can extend out towards the right as you slowly ease the right leg towards the left, stacking the right hip on top of the left hip. The right shoulder will want to lift up off the floor. Use the left elbow on pressing into the earth, lift the left shoulder up, and then ground the right shoulder back down before releasing both shoulders once again to the earth. So this, uh, this shape mimics our peak posture, our uh, revolved triangle in some ways. So uh, the, the hips are pointing towards the left wall and the chest is pointing towards the ceiling. So very similar shapes that we're going to achieve in our uh, peak posture. If you uh, would like to expand the right hip even further, you can hook your right thumb into your right hip crease and gently begin to press your right hip crease away from your face. If that just sounds like torture, then don't do it. If, uh, again, uh, do what you can do and work from there. Keeping the left side of your body 
as long as the right side. Identify tension along the back of your left leg. Where is the tightest part of your leg? Focus there. Encourage release. Draw the leg any closer. And then pass the strap to the left hand. Let the right arm extend out to the right, or you can use the right hand against the thigh to ground the thigh and hip as you widen your left leg now to the left. Wrap your left outer hip towards the front of your mat. So again, we're keeping the left side of the body long, although it may want to shrink up while the, the hip might lift. Extend through the left inner thigh, stay broad across your chest, broad across your pelvis as the back of the right side body, or the back of the right, the, the back side, I don't know what I was trying to say. Uh, <laughs> the right hip, the right shoulder grab. Okay, from the inner groin out through the inner foot, extend. So if you ever think, I want to do some yoga, I don't have a lot of time, this is a great sequence to do, and you don't even need a strap. You can just use a towel or any piece of fabric you have lying around. So just these uh, three poses on each side is a great way to start the day. Uh, with an inhale, left leg back to center, pass the strap to your right hand, left arm extends out to the left, and then left hip stacks on top of your right. Again, you can push the right elbow down, the right shoulder up to ground the left shoulder down. Again, if you would like more uh, expansion in the hip, you can press your left thumb into your left hip, please, and widen your hip away from your face. So again, a reminder that this is very similar to the shape we are, uh, the shapes in the hips and in the chest that we are going to uh, explore in our revolve triangle pose later. Okay, left leg back to center, release the strap, and find your way back to a tabletop position. Walk your knees back and widen them apart uh, just a few inches wider than your hips. Grab the outside edges of your mat with either hand and then begin to tilt your tailbone up towards the sky like you're doing cow pose. Push the edges of your mat forward, reach your chin and chest forward and then begin to descend your chin and your chest towards the floor. So this is a version of puppy dog pose using the tension of your hands against the mat to really send your heart back towards your thighs. Widen your inner thighs back and apart to get this sense of broadening across your backside. We call this often blossoming the butt, so uh, that's what it should feel like. 
Shoulders away from the ears, heart melts. And then shift your weight forward onto your belly. Point your toes back. Place your feet hip-width distance apart. Ground through the tops of your feet and now engage your legs so that your kneecaps lift away from the floor. Press your feet down. Engage your legs till you feel your kneecaps pull away from the floor. Lengthen your tailbone towards your heels. Press the front of your pelvis into the mat. And now bring your hands below your shoulders. Your fingertips should be lined up with the tops of your shoulders. Elbows towards the ceiling. Shoulder blades hug onto the back of your heart. Keep your legs active as they are and begin to peel your chin and chest up off the floor using the strength of your upper back. Contract your shoulder blades onto the back of your heart. So feel a strength at the back of your heart as your shoulder blades pull together. Elbows in. Good. Heart forward. Lift through the crown of your head. Beautiful, everyone. And then exhale, release. Left cheek to the floor. Head to the arm bones. Roll forward as you extend your arms by your sides. Big toes come to touch. Heels widen apart. Release the weight of your head. Relax your neck. Allow your upper back to be broad. Return to the thread of your breath. Giving you an opportunity here to once again slow and deepen the breath. Okay, chin back to the floor. Point the toes, ground the feet, lift the kneecaps, lengthen the tailbone, press the front of your pelvis down. Fingertips in line with the tops of your shoulders. Shoulder blades on the back. Elbows hug in. Inhale, peel the chin and chest up off the floor. And now press your hands into the floor. As your hands ground, now begin to pull the heels of your hands towards the back of your mat as you lift your chest higher with the pressure of your hands into the mat. Good, good, good. Elbows bend back and hug in. Front of the pelvis remains grounded. Sides of the neck back. Crown of the head lifts. Beautiful. Good. Good. And exhale, release. Right cheek to the floor. Shoulders roll forward. Arms at your side. Big toes touch. Heels wide apart. Return to your breath. Slow and deep. It can be difficult to... Stay in your practice when the poses require less. So this can be a challenging pose. Accept this pose as a crucial part of the practice. Embrace this posture. Plant your hands, tuck your toes, and send your hips up and back for our first downward facing. Good. Uh, Rotty, take your feet wider apart, and then push the hips up and back, and you can begin to walk your dog. Bene, uh, take your hands wider apart, turn them out so that the space between your middle and index finger points straight ahead. Beautiful. Good. And you can start to walk your dog by bending one knee, reaching the opposite heel towards the floor. Stephanie, uh, you can take a slightly shorter stance and walk your feet forward a little bit. Good, good, good. 
Okay. From here, we're going to lift our right legs straight up and back. Okay, stay here. <laughs> Three-legged dog. Lift through your right inner thigh and wrap your right outer knee down towards the floor. Allow your left heel to melt towards the floor as you lift along the front of your left leg. Try to diminish the crease at the front of your left ankle. Look forward and now lunge the right foot between your hands. Okay, so you want your heel to land below your knee. If it does not, give it a hand. Hands on either side of the front foot. You can use blocks under the hands if you'd like as you melt the left knee to the floor. Left knee all the way to the floor. Everyone knee down. Exhale, hips go back. Curl your chin to your chest. Round your upper back. And with an inhale, we're going to move the hips back forward. Curl the chest up towards the sky. So continue through these two postures. Keep it loose. You can pause in one shape or the other. If, uh, if your psoas feels really tight and it feels good to release the hips forward for a moment, try that. If your hamstrings feel really tight, you can send the hips back into this runner stretch and remain here, maybe shifting the hips from side to side. Really let this sequence in particular be an expression of your experience this morning. So again, this idea of communication, dialogue between the mind and body. Using the, uh, my instructions to get your body into these different shapes and then listening for your body's response to the shapes. And then how do you respond to your body? Okay, next time you come forward with your right foot on the floor, tuck your back toes and lift your left knee off of the floor. Think about lifting through your left inner thigh. And then plant your left palm on the floor, right hand on your right thigh. Keep your legs as they are. Press your right hand into your thigh to revolve your left ribs towards your right inner thigh. And stack your right shoulder on top of your left shoulder. Reach your left arm skyward. Okay, imagine there is a wall in front of your right palm. Press your palm into that imaginary wall to, um, to activate the right arm. As you press into that imaginary wall, wrap your left ribs even more towards the right, even wrapping your bottom ribs towards the sky. Good. Press your hand into my hand. Good. I'll be your imaginary wall. Good. Good. Nice. Okay. Release your hands down to frame your front foot, and then press it back, downward facing dog. Walk your dog, press your hands down and forward, lift your hips up and back, and then walk your dog into stillness with an inhale, left leg lift, straight up and back, knee and toes point down, lift through the left inner thigh, wrap the left outer hip down, allow the right heel to melt towards the floor as the back of the leg lengthens, strengthen the front of the right leg by lifting into the kneecap, diminish the crease at the front of your right hip, look forward, lunge your left foot forward between your hands. I was like, okay, so create that long stride, hands on either side of your front foot, and allow your right knee to fall to the earth. You may pat it if you'd like. I find that the squishy floor is pretty good padding in and of itself. Okay, hips send back, round the spine, 
lengthen along the back of your left leg and as you inhale next, draw the hips forward, lift the chest up, curl the heart towards the sky, reaching into the right psoas. So continue these two mo movements, find some fluidity to your movement, again listen to your body, if your body is wanting um, more attention in one shape or the other, then Respond accordingly. Make the practice your own. You are, you are a teacher as well. Okay, next time you come forward with the knee over the heel, tuck your back toes, lift your right knee, lift through your right inner thigh, keep your legs as they are, right palm to the floor, left hand to your left thigh. Press your left hand into your thigh as you wrap your right ribs towards your left inner thigh. Stack your shoulders, left arm to the sky. Imagine a wall in front of your left palm. Press your palm print into that wall. Use the uh, strength of that pressure to wrap your bottom ribs even more to the left wall. Maybe even start to wrap your bottom ribs towards the sky. Beautiful, everyone. Good. Keep your right inner thigh lifted. Reach back through your right heel. Reach, back, reach forward through the crown of your head. And look down. Hand down. Press back. Downward facing dog, and let's do some push-ups. Inhale to come forward into plank. Exhale, lower down, possibly coming to your knees. Inhale, press up, and between each uh, one, we're gonna do downward facing dog, so send the hips back. So that was one. Inhale to come forward into plank. Exhale to lower down. Inhale to press up. Exhale, hips go back two. Three more first set. Inhale forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back three. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back four. Last one. First set. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. Okay. Uh, actually, that's going to be the only set we do today. Because uh... <laughs> Look back at your feet and begin to walk your hands back towards your feet. We just have too much to do. Okay, place your feet hip-width distance apart. Really, bend your knees until your, your torso can rest on your thighs. If this is too much for the legs, then sit your hips up against the wall. Just scooch back till your hips hit the wall. That will give you a little bit more support for the legs. Otherwise, let the upper body hang forward. Everyone let the upper body hang forward and grab hold of opposite forearms or biceps and make any small subtle movement or not so subtle movement to let the upper body release even more. So the head can shake yes and no, the shoulders can sway from side to side, you can walk your rib cage down your thighs. As you hang here, imagine with the breath drawing energy from the earth up the legs as you inhale, and that same energy cascading down the length of your spine, releasing the crown of your head deeper to the floor, returning that energy to the earth as you exhale. Sometimes this is called 
waterfall pose maybe? So you can think about that fluid energy moving up the legs and rushing down from the hips to the head. Okay, from here, fingertips back to the earth. Keep all ten fingertips on the floor, press down into your feet, lifting your hips any higher. So lift your hips as high as you can while keeping the fingertips on the floor. Think about your inner upper thighs. So where are they? Identify them. And can you begin to move your inner upper thighs back towards the wall behind you? And then begin to pull them apart without the knees falling towards one another. So again, this action is called blossoming the butt. So you're widening, you're broadening across the back side of your pelvis. Keep your butt broad, bring your fingertips to your shins and extend your arms straight as you extend your chest forward. Keep your gaze forward and down so your neck remains long. Draw the sides of your waist, or draw your lower ribs in towards one another and then gently towards the sky as you continue to widen your inner thighs back and apart. So we're trying to get length along the spine. Exhale, let it go. Head and hands back towards the floor. With an inhale, sweep your arms out, up, and overhead, palms touching together at the top of the breath. And exhale, release your arms down to your sides. Bring your feet together, base of the big toes, come to touch, a little bit of distance between the inner heels. Root down through the soles of your feet, base of the big toe, base of the little toe, each side of your heel, left and right evenly. So, Sanjay, uh, toes more together and heels a little bit apart. Good. Okay. Uh, lift into the kneecaps. Lift along the front of your lower abdomen as though you're zipping up a pair of tight, high-waisted jeans. Lengthen down through your tailbone. Roll your shoulders back. Turn your palms forward. And inhale, sweep your arms up and overhead. Beautiful. Keep your left arm there. Bring your right hand to your right hip. Opposite the people across the room from you. Ground through your left heel, reach through your left fingertips, and with an exhale, push your hips to the left and lean your upper body to the right. Other way, mat. Good. Good. Draw your bottom shoulder slightly forward so you can turn your gaze up beyond your left arm. Good. Lengthen down to your tailbone, push through your heels, reach through your left fingertips, and if you don't feel discomfort or compression in the low back, you might go deeper into this shape by sliding the right arm down the outside of the right leg, reaching your fingertips towards the floor. Then make right shoulder forward. Beautiful, beautiful. Even more, even more. Good, good. And then inhale back to center. Left hand to the hip, right arm along your right ear. Lengthen your tailbone down, lift your chest up, grow tall, exhale. Press your hips to the right. Lean the upper body up. Bottom shoulders slightly forward. Gaze up beyond the right tricep muscles. And breathe. Good breath, everyone. Be aware of your right side. Again, where is the part that's keeping you from going further? Where's the tightest element along the right side? Become aware of that area, the 
squeaky wheel gets the grease. Lengthen your left arm down the outside of your left leg. The cheese. And the squeaky wheel gets the cheese. Reach through your right fingertips, ground through your right heel, breathe along your right side, and inhale back to center. Good. Okay, interlace your fingers at your low back. With your knuckles at your lower spine, encourage your tailbone to lengthen down. So your sacral spine is lengthening and moving down. Lift your kneecaps up. And so you're not tucking your tailbone up. So when your tailbone tucks under, your outer hips contract in. So we don't want to, we don't want to uh, completely negate the um, curvature of the lower spine. So at the same time, we're moving the inner thighs back and apart. So inner thighs back and apart really broadens the backside. Tailbone contracts the backside. So we're moving the inner thighs back and apart while lengthening the tailbone down. Okay. So do that stuff. Okay, inner thighs move back and apart, tailbone lengthens down, and now look up. Chin points towards the ceiling. Before going any further, find your breath. With your next inhale, inflate your chest by drawing your shoulder blades onto the back of your heart. As you exhale, straighten your arms, reach your knuckles towards the floor, and then begin to Wrap your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest as you turn your inner elbows out to the sides. Good. Sanjay, hips forward, upper body back. Hips forward, upper body back. Good, good, good. And straighten the arms. Good, perfect. Good. Uh, Robbie's shoulders back. Good, good. Lift the chest, hips forward, upper body back. Beautiful. And release the hands, bring the chest forward, bring the head up last. Okay, feet together, inhale, sweep the arms up, exhale, bring a gentle bend to your knees as you fold forward once again. Fingertips to the floor in front of you, and now we're going to walk our forward fold. So bend one knee, reach the opposite hip towards the sky. So one knee bends, opposite leg straightens. Releasing the low back. And now, keeping the base of the toes on the floor, lift your heels up as you bend your knees forward, sitting your hips to your heels. Good. Inhale, lift the hips one more time. Lift onto the toes, bend your knees, sit the hips to the heels. And then lift up. Wrap your arms behind your legs or forearms behind the calves, and then lift your heels one at a time to tuck your fingers underneath your heels. Pinky fingers are touching side by side. Thumbs are wrapping to the outsides of the heels. Now, press your belly into your thighs and begin to lift your hips any higher. Shift weight forward in your feet. With your hands underneath your heels, lift up with your hands. Good. Pull your belly towards your thighs. Pull your face towards your legs. Good. Very nice, everyone. Un-step un on your hands. Walk your fingertips forward. Fold forward. Inhale, fingertips to your shins. Extend your spine. Exhale, fold. Inhale, sweep your arms out, up and overhead. Next pose is eagle, eagle pose. Exhale, right arm underneath your left, 
Wrap your arms, and if you can, bring your palms together. So, right arm underneath your left. Good. Good. Um, I read this in a book today, so this is going to be a little different instruction than how I usually teach it. With your palms together, press your right palm towards the left. Press your left palm towards the right. So press your hands into one another. Elbows move down. Sit down into your imaginary bar stool. Sit, uh, shift weight to your left foot and lift your right leg high up over your left. Either point your right toes back, bring them to the floor for balance, or in time, attempt to wrap your right foot behind your left. Elbows down, press your palms into one another. Sit your hips deeper, draw your upper body back. You can always use the wall if the balance is preventing you from getting the hips down. Hold your gaze, soft face, soft jaw for five, four, three, two, and one. Unwrap the legs, sweep your arms up and overhead. Exhale, second side, left arm underneath your right, right. Wrap the arms, bring the palms together. Press the fingers of the left hand into the palm of the right hand. And then press hands in opposite directions. Draw your elbows down. And then sit your hips down into your imaginary bar stool. Left leg lifts high up over your right. Either point your toes back, use your toes as a kickstand, or wrap your left foot behind your right ankle. If your knees are if your foot is wrapped, shift your knees towards center. Shift your knees to the left. Press your hands into one another. Pull your elbows down. Lift your chest up and back. Hold your gaze. Soften your face. Five, four, three, two, and one. Fantastic, guys. Unwrap. Sweep up. Breathe up. And exhale. Okay, we're going to face the flat wall. Uh, does anybody know what that's a flag for, by chance? Just a random flag. Um, <laughs> okay, so have your blocks in front of you. And take a wide-legged stance. So this is, uh, we're going to go from a wide-legged forward fold to a wide-legged forward fold with the, uh, with the revolved spine. Okay, so uh, helpful for this sequence if you line the heels of your feet up with the back ends of your mat. So that way it's perfect. Now that you know where your heels are. Um, wide stance in this. Uh, start with the stance that's as wide as you are comfortable holding your legs, and then you can actually start to narrow the shape as you get deeper into the posture. Okay. So turn your toes in slightly from parallel. That will give you a little bit better grip with your feet on the mat. Hands on the hips. Elbows point towards the back wall. Lift into your kneecaps. Lengthen your tailbone down as you lift from the belly button to the heart up and out through your chin. Exhale, hinge at the hips until your chest is parallel to the floor. Plant your uh, wrists below your shoulders. And we're going to pause here for a moment. Uh, press down through your feet, lift into your hips, and again, widen your inner upper thighs back and apart. Blossom of your butt. With your hands on the mat, press your palms into the floor without moving your hands in space. Pull the heels of your hands towards the wall behind you. 
So as you do that, draw your chest even more forward. Lengthen along the front of your spine, and now begin to release the crown of your head towards the floor as you walk your hands back. So hands remain shoulder-width distance apart, elbows shoulder-width distance apart. Good. 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 Um, and if your head is uh, close to the floor, then bring your head to the floor. If your head uh, can uh, ground onto a block, then use a block. If your head can ground onto two blocks, then stack two blocks underneath your head and ground your head. Uh, some of you, uh, unless, uh, unless I'm mistaken, uh, you could take your feet wider and bring your head all, uh, all the way to the floor or closer to the floor. Uh, another strategy for um, expanding your edge in this posture is to bend the knees slightly to get your head a little lower. And then once your head is rounded at that lower position, then begin to straighten the knees gently. So I found that to be very helpful. Good. Press your thigh bones back. Lift your hips up. Pull your shoulders away from your ears. Bend them in beautiful pose. Good, everyone. Nice, Lynn. Doing great. And walk your hands forward. So let's place a block uh, right in front of the face. Put your left hand on that block and bring your right hand to an imaginary glass of water. Set the imaginary glass of water at your low back. Don't spill your water as you begin to revolve your left ribs towards the right wall. Stack your right shoulder on top of your left shoulder. <laughs> okay, I'm not doing it, but <laughs> you do it. Everybody's looking to me, I'm not doing it. Okay, so your left ribs are turning towards the right wall. You're stacking your uh, right shoulder on top of your left. So your hips are not moving, but your chest is revolving. Good. So, if you have not uh, spilled your glass of water, then take your right arm to the sky. Good. So you're trying to open up your chest towards the right wall, press your thigh bones back, extend through the crown of your head. Good. Stephanie, Allie, Mary, you guys look fantastic. Good, everyone. And then, uh, Matt, you kind of had that backwards. So the hand on the floor stays, the hand with the glass of water. Uh, yeah, perfect. Okay, so sorry. Uh, right, what, what hand do we have on the floor? Switch it. Uh, so place your right hand on the floor, left hand to your glass of water. Extend your thighs back, extend the crown of your head forward, and begin to wrap your left ribs towards the right wall. This is, am I saying this correctly? We're doing the opposite side now. Stack your left shoulder on top of your right shoulder. So you're keeping a long line of your spine and simply revolving around that axis. Thighs back, crown of the head forward, stack your shoulders, and then eventually left arm goes to the sky. Good. Good. Once the arm is up, remember your imaginary wall. Press your palm into your imaginary wall to wrap the bottom ribs even more towards the, the wall, the blackboard wall. Good. Good. And then let it go. Hands to hips. Slowly lift your chest up. Heel toe your feet back together. Okay. You guys are 
doing great. I know I don't know why, but uh, I really fumbled on my instruction for that last one. But you all, <laughs> you all were doing it anyway. Um, so now is the time to make a loop in your strap. So uh, there's a couple different variations of straps in the room. Uh, if you need help uh, with how to make a loop that will sustain itself. Um, I will give the instruction for this one. If you have a loop, uh, strap with the two loops, then thread the strap underneath the two loops, come back over the first loop, and go under the second loop. And then you're going to make a loop that is uh, about the circumference of your thigh. You know the circumference of your thigh? Okay, uh, so we're gonna put the loop around the left thigh first, the left leg, bring it all the way up to the thigh. And we are ready for our first go-round of revolved triangle pose. Bring a block to the front of your mat. And I'll just quickly demonstrate uh, what all this stuff is going to, how all this stuff is going to be used. So I'm going to take first my right foot to the top of my mat. I'm going to line up um, Classically, at least in the Iyengar tradition, the heels are lined up in this pose. If you draw a line from the front heel, it will um, intersect with the back heel. If you'd like, take a wider stance so each heel has its own lane rather than being in one line. Back toes point to the top corner of the mat. There's about, a, I'd say about a three to three and a half foot distance between the feet. Okay. <coughs> I'm going to uh, square my hips and chest forward. Just as we did in that previous pose, I'm going to lift my chest up and exaggerate or extend the line from my belly button up through my chin. So lengthen the front of my torso before hinging my chest forward. I'm going to bring my left hand to the block at the inside of my foot and wrap my right arm behind me and grab the strap at the inside of my back thigh. Then, lengthening my head forward, pulling my front hip back, I'm going to revolve my bottom ribs towards the right, top ribs towards the left, using the grip of my hand on the strap to draw my right shoulder blade deeply onto the back of my chest. Okay, so that's, that's the pose we're doing. So uh, let's try it with these props first, and then we'll do it a second time without the props. So right foot is forward, block at the inside of the foot. So left foot is back. Slightly narrower, slightly narrower for triangle than wider, right? So, right. Uh, so classically, uh, this pose is heels in a line, so it's narrow, and then the width of the legs apart is also is more narrow than a triangle pose. That's correct. So it's like uh, to modify it further, you could start with uh, the feet like two and a half feet apart if you'd like. Um, okay, good question. Uh, uh, hips square forward, hands on the hips to start. Curl the chest up, and then exhale, hinge at the hips until the chest is parallel to the floor. So we've been working on this throughout the practice. The chest is parallel, and head is extending forward, right hip is pulling back. Bring your left hand to the block, and then reach back with your right arm, try to hook your fingertips into the strap. Grip the strap 
as you wrap your left ribs towards the right wall and draw your right shoulder blade onto the back of your chest. So, um, try to, yeah, yes, yes, group, group, if you can, get the, okay, let me, uh, widen your strap a little bit, and then maybe I'll try to help you get it. So if you can't get the strap, then widen it a little bit. Good. Yeah. The strap is a little Turn the chest forward, hands to the hips, come back up. Okay, so uh, that was a good experience. Uh, let's make the strap a little wider. If you couldn't grab the strap, make the strap wider, and we're going to go down with our hand on the strap so that we don't have to reach back and grab it. So make the strap wide enough around your right thigh, and then reach behind you with your left hand, grab the strap from underneath, and hook your fingertips in it. So, Right, uh, straps are on the right thigh, reach back with your left hand, hook from underneath with your fingertips. Okay, now bring your left foot forward, square your hips, right hand on the hip, left hip draws back, gaze to the sky, lift your heart, and then exhale, hinge forward. Right hand to the block. Oh, and now you want, uh, now I'm thinking that fingers are coming from above the strap rather than below, would be more helpful. Now wrap your left shoulder onto the back of your chest, extending the crown of your head forward, pulling your left hip back, draw your right ribs towards the left wall. Good. Oh my gosh, that much more success this time around. Okay, draw your left shoulder onto the back of your chest, wrap your right ribs towards the left wall. Good. You guys look fantastic. Press down through the base of your left big toe. Lift into your left kneecap. Um, Allie, watch out for locking out that front knee. Yeah. Good. Good. And then release. Come out of it. I'm sorry. The first hold was like 20 minutes and the second hold was still too long. But, uh, <laughs> okay. So here's what we're going to do. This, I think, will be um, super fun and exciting for everyone who gets to do this. Okay, so we're going to bring our mats to a wall. So long edge of your mat against a wall. Uh, fortunately, here we have a lot of wall. Um, okay, so. Lynn, you want to do this, right? Yeah, the check in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to use our blocks again. Uh, stand with your back against the wall, and then bring the block to the left of you. Place it at the left side of your mat. And now bring your uh, left foot to the outside of your block. So between your, the wall and the block, place your left foot there. Left outer foot parallel with the wall. And now you're going to turn your left shoulder to the wall. Okay, so 
you're starting the same stance, uh, heels either parallel or slightly wider. Right toes to the top right corner of your mat, left toes pointing straight ahead. Uh, square your chest to the short end of your mat. Good. You guys look perfect. And look up. Curl your chest towards the wall. Draw your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest. Press down through your left big toe. Lift into your left kneecap. Draw your left hip back. Ground through the outer edge of your right foot and wrap your right hip forward. Good. Uh, Allie, we're still just squaring the head though. Good. And then exhale, hinge at the hips, chest is parallel to the floor. Right hand to the block. And so at this point, of the first go around, we just kept the block at the inside of the foot. If you would like to go deeper into the shape, you can bring the block between your foot and the wall. So to the outside of your foot. Now, draw your left hip back, extend your chest forward, and begin to revolve your right wrist towards the wall. Remember the action of your left shoulder blade drawing onto the back that might have been helped out by that strap, maybe not. And then extend your left arm towards the ceiling. Tense your right finger, tense your right fingertips into the wall. So you're making like a claw hand with your left hand. Press your fingerprints into the wall, and then wrap your right wrist even more towards the wall. So claw hand, there, there you go. Good, good. Look at me for what claw hand looks like, if you want to. This is what I'm saying. When I say claw hand, I'm saying this. Okay, quick. Okay. Good, really nice, everyone. Beautiful, Stephanie, good, Allie. Good, okay. Uh, Make your head in line with the rest of your spine. Good. Good. Ooh, watch, watch that back in the air. You don't want to bend it in like that. So shorten your stance. Yeah, and then try to straighten that back leg. Good. Beautiful. Long time. Long time. Okay. Uh, come out of it. You can always come out. <laughs> I release you to come out of the pose when you need to come out of the pose. Okay. You guys, this is fantastic. Uh, Second side. Okay. Uh, bring the block to the other side of your mat. Left foot forward, right heel back. Nope. No. Nope. Right foot forward, left foot back. Yoga is confusing. Okay. Uh, block to the inside of the foot or the outside. Square the hips. So the hips are perpendicular to the wall. Right hip back as you ground through the right big toe, lift into the right knee. So avoid locking out the front leg. So you want to keep the right leg engaged. The kneecap is lifting up at all times. Ground through the outside of the back foot, wrap the back hip forward. Hands on the hips, chest lifts, lengthen along the front of your torso, and exhale, uh, hinge at the hips. Chest parallel to the floor, left hand to the block. Block is either at the inside or at the outside of the foot. Wrap your bottom ribs towards the wall. Stack your top shoulder on top of your bottom shoulder while pulling your right hip back in space and extending the crown of your head forward to keep your spine long. Claw your hand, 
Claw your fingertips into the wall. Press your fingertips into the wall and wrap your bottom ribs even more towards the wall. Good. Beautiful. Really nice, everyone. Matt, try to press down through the base of the big toe and draw the right hip back. Good. Good. Okay. And let it go. Come to a child's pose. You can reorient your mat to face the middle of the room. So this time in child's pose, draw the knees together. Sit your hips back to your heels. And you can either extend the arms forward or extend the arms back. Come back to your breath. Come back to the present. Notice how uh, your breath may have changed since you entered the room this morning. The general experience of your body may have changed a little bit. Come back to the breath. Come back to the present. Again and again and again. Walk your hands back towards your knees, swing your legs forward, and come to lie on your back. Extend your legs out. Arms at your sides. Extend out through your feet and inhale, lift your legs to 90 degrees. Squeeze your legs together, draw the sides of your waistline back, and slowly allow your legs to move down to a 60 degree angle, so one third of the way towards the earth. Keep the head and shoulders grounded, sides of the waistline moving back, reach through your heels, pull back through your toes, and then lower your legs another third of the way to the floor. Try to breathe slowly and evenly. Relax your jaw, cover your legs. And then bring your legs just to a hover over the floor. Reach through your heels, squeeze your legs together, reach your arms towards the sky, and then peel your head and shoulders off the floor. Point your fingertips towards your toes, belly button towards the sky, hold for five, Four, three, 
Two and one. Heels down, head down, arms down. Deep, slow breath, relax here. Recognize that this is a pose. Be in this pose. Release the weight of your body to the earth. Feel the earth support you. Okay, from here, bend your knees. Flex your right foot, cross your right ankle over your left thigh. Arms at your sides. Left heel in towards your hips. Wide your right knee away. Keep your foot flexed and your ankles straight. Lift your hips up off the floor. Lengthen through your tailbone. Widen your right knee towards the floor. And then release both hips down. Unhook your ankle. Ground your right foot down. Flex your left foot. Cross your left ankle over your right thigh. Press your right foot down. Lift your hips up. Widen the outside of your left knee towards the floor. Extend through your right knee. Lift your hips up and release. Unhook your ankle, feet down. Draw your heels up towards your fingertips. Feet are parallel. Press your feet down, lift both hips up. Interlace both sides of your hips up. Interlace your fingers behind your back. Tuck your shoulder blades underneath your chest, coming into a bridge pose. Lengthen your neck along the floor as you tilt your chin to your chest. Ground through the inner edges of your feet. Lift through your outer hips. Lengthen through your knees. Lengthen through your tailbone. Widen your inner thighs down and apart. All this stuff. Continue to breathe as you lift your entire spine off of the floor. And then release the hips. Unlace the fingers. Untuck the shoulders. Take one hand to your belly, one hand to your heart. If you'd like, widen your feet as wide as your mat and allow your knees to fall together. Feel your breath not only in your body, but out of your body. As you inhale, your belly fills and your chest. As you exhale, your chest falls and then your belly. Feel your ability to direct breath. Bring your feet back together, roll to your right side, and press your way up to seated. We're going to um, make our shoulder stander last pose today. So I'm going to give you a pretty intricate setup for this. So you're going to, once again, use your uh, strap. You want the loop to be as wide as your shoulders. So bring the strap up around your elbows so that your arms are shoulder width distance apart. Once you have that, place it off to the side. Get your two blankets. Uh, this can, depending on the uh, tightness of your shoulders, uh, blankets can be from um, one to three. I, I don't, you know, you can obviously do shoulder stand without any blankets, but I think 
Um, for me, they're always helpful. So um, two blankets is a good intermediate if you're not sure. Uh, get your blankets neatly folded, and you want the um, folded edge uh, of the two blankets to line up, and the fringe edge, the fringe edges together on the opposite side. Okay, I'm going to use my blanket stack on top of my mat, the folded edge facing the wall. I'm going to sit on my folded blanket stack and extend my legs straight. Feet flush against the wall. So I'm sitting on the blankets with uh, all of my butt and the top third of my thighs on the blankets, my legs straight, feet flush to the wall. Now I'm going to take uh, the top of my mat that's away from the wall and fold it over the top of my uh, blankets so that you have a grip on, you have grip on your um, blankets. So you want, uh, you want to sit on the blanket, so your blanket's going to come to about here. There you go. Perfect. And then pull that part over. Okay. <laughs> it's a kind of a tricky setup. It took me a very long time to learn this well enough to teach it. Okay, so now everybody, uh, that was just to measure the distance of your posture from the wall. We're going to... Uh, Lie back on the blankets with our feet facing away from the wall, our head facing towards the wall. So um, you can watch me for a moment if you've never done this before. Uh, I don't want you to go up without even knowing what the pose looks like. So I'm going to have my head on the floor, the top of my shoulders uh, about three inches from the edge of the mat. So my shoulders are on the mat, uh, are on the blankets, my head is on the floor. I'm going to have my strap in my dominant hand. And then I'm going to, uh, arms, I'm going to lay my arms along the sides of my body, swing my knees into my chest, get a little momentum going until I kick my feet to the wall. So my hips are over my shoulders now. This is when you loop the strap up over your elbows, up around both elbows. And what I like to do here is interlace my fingers and then tuck my shoulders underneath my chest just as we did in bridge pose a moment ago. So shoulder stand, it's called shoulder stand because you're standing on your shoulders. So that's the crucial element, is getting the shoulders tucked underneath the chest so that the vertebra of the upper back lift off the floor. Hands to the back body, fingertips point up, walk my feet up the wall, and then eventually hips over the shoulders, heels over the hips, Tuck my chin to my chest and stand. Stand on my shoulders. Okay, feet to the wall to come out and then unloose the strap awkwardly and then roll the hips back down. Okay, so um, if you have a practice in this pose, go for it. Uh, I will talk you through it once more. I can help with straps because those can be tricky. Um, it can be tricky to just get the feet to the wall. So. Um, so know that if you are having that uh, trouble, it is you are not alone. Okay, uh, head on the floor. Shoulders, uh, the top of the shoulders a few inches from the edge of the mat. Have your strap handy in your dominant hand. Draw your knees in towards your chest, arms along the sides of your body, and then use the pressure of your arms against the floor. Use the momentum to kick your hips up over your head. So, um, yeah, Robbie, you're... 
Yeah, you're too far, too close to the wall. So move this way even more. So just your head is on the floor. Perfect. Okay, and then arms here. Arms here. So you can press your hands down, knees in. And then, yeah, then you gotta like swing. What? You got it. Feet all the way to the wall if you can. Feet all the way to the wall. Perfect. You got it. And then hand, then interlace your fingers like this to tuck your shoulders. So your shoulders. Yes, perfect. And then hands up the back. Perfect. Push your hips up and then lift your legs away from the wall. Yeah. Good. Can you pull my shoulders? Pull your shoulders in? Pull my shoulders back like you yesterday. Oh. Did I do this? Yes. Yes. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want me to do that to you? Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Here we go. There we go. Good. And then hands on the back to push your hips up. Good. You guys look fantastic. Good. You guys aren't really using the blankets, but you look good anyway. Anyway? Okay, so thighs away from the wall, hips up. That's, the, that's your work. Hips towards the wall, thighs back. Good. Good. And then you can bring your knee, your legs together, and pointed or flexed is fine for the feet. I, I've noticed they have different benefits, have different effects. So, Work with what feels right for you. Okay, do you want your shoulders tucked under your body? Yes. Okay, feet all the way to the wall, or to the floor. And then really get this effect. Um, so, so um, like I said, it's it's maybe not not talked about as much as it should be. That but the shoulder blades are pulling together the back of the heart. I know this is actually we did a lot today, so your upper back might be really tired. But uh, the shoulder blades hug all the way out to the back so that the upper vertebra of the spine are not touching down. And that's part of what the blanket is helping to do. So uh, you also don't want the neck on the mat. Um, okay, so it looks like y'all have uh, exhausted this for now. Um, this is a pose you can come in and out of and practice more at home. For now, let's just bring the chest and the shoulders all the way down to the floor. Keep the hips up on the blanket. So the head is facing the wall. We'll just do one counter pose before we just relax completely here. Okay, so shimmy your uh, elbows down to the floor. Palms, fingertips are pointing towards the sky. Palms are facing each other. And then just press your elbows into the wall. Lift up towards the top of your head to really arc your back. Arc your back away from the floor. It's called fish pose. Somebody said that. Um, classic counter pose to shoulder stand. And then let your head and chest fall back. Do any final subtle movements that you'd like before releasing here. If you don't like the uh, height of the blankets underneath the hips, then you can remove that. You could take any other version of a restorative posture that you'd like if, if uh, lying on your back is not feeling restive at this point. Unfortunately, I forgot how long this class was. I'm so sorry. It's already 11.20. I think I was thinking it was over at 11.30. Um, if you must go, uh, please do. I can clean up all your props. If you would like to stay for 
Uh, Savasana, please do. I'm sorry, I, I know that your time is important, and I will be better in the future. Okay, relax your arms out by your sides. Maybe turn your palms open to the sky. Set your feet hip-width distance apart or even a little bit wider before releasing the toes out to either side of the room. Relax the muscles of your face. And really think about the um, expressions we hold in our bodies. So it's part of what makes us recognizable as ourselves. The way that we present ourselves, the way that we express ourselves, especially through our face, but also through our um, physical posture. So begin to notice now where you hold things. Maybe the hands are curled in a certain way. Maybe the feet are positioned in such a way. Maybe you're holding your, uh, your stomach in. Maybe you're rolling your shoulders forward. Maybe there's an unconscious furrowing of your brow. Whatever it is, start to scan the body. If you can identify these things, you can begin to soften them, begin to let them go. to take a step back from this inhabitation of the body, recognizing that there's something behind that. There's a consciousness, there's an inner light of being beyond this body.
if you'd like, bring a hand to your belly and a hand to your heart. Once again, begin to direct your breath first into your belly and then into your chest as you inhale. And then allow your chest and then your belly to fall as you exhale. Connecting the experience of the breath internally and externally. Bend your knees, roll to one side, and press your way back to a seated position. So any place you find to sit that is comfortable is perfectly correct. Release through your legs and hips, grow tall through your spine, tilt your chin parallel to the floor. Bring your palms together in front of your heart. As you press the palms of your hands gently together, widen out through your elbows, broaden across your collarbones. And we'll chant the sound of Om together one single time. Please chant along if you feel comfortable doing so. Exhale and inhale for Om. this morning. Thank you for sharing your light and your energy. Thank you for your patience. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Any questions? <laughs>